Welcome to the Financial Coconut Podcast Network, the leading personal finance podcast network in Singapore. I'm your host, Reggie, aka Your Chief Financial Coconut, and every Monday, you will be joining me, Eric Fung, and SG Budget Big Dawn on our weekly segment, Wise and Shine, where we leverage on the latest quirky happenings out there on the internet to answer many of your burning social and personal development questions. Yes, we all sick and tired of talking about money, so welcome back to Wise and Shine. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Some families, money is something that you don't talk about. It's very sensitive. It's very touchy. Some, very I touchy. think I think more than some, quite a it's bit, a quite, quite a bit of fair. Why... Especially in Asia. <laughs> Hey, welcome back to another episode of Wise and Shine. I'm your host, Reggie, aka Your Chief Financial Coconut. Hi, Eric here, Mr. Positivity. And I'm Dawn, SG Budget Babe. Nice, nice. So today, finally, just the three of us only. <laughs> we've been back having to a lot the OG of, days. Yeah, yeah, we've been having a lot of guests, right? So, so yeah. great. Wait, wait, any favorite guests so far? <laughs> you cannot ask this question because yeah. we have to be very peaceful. It's like asking yes, you yes. which is your favorite child. Yeah, 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 yeah. So today, we want to talk about a very important topic. And recently, oh there's been more and more discussion around this thing. Uh, which is like, should you share your finances uh, with your with your partner, right? Or should you share the same financial ideas with your partner? And right? ideals mean I D E A L S, uh, not yeah. ideas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ideas can share free one, just yeah. share, right? But so ideals will be hard. I yes, yes. commit to the same vision. Yes, yes, yes. So, so I think I think that's the that's the thing that I wanted to bring up because I've been having a lot of Telegram DMs around like, oh, family, you know, like you know, it's very easy to manage finances on my own but you know I'm settling down or something you know so all that jazz that, that is coming in right and uh, which is why today we're going to talk about it right so mm. should you share your partner's financial ideals okay and by extension we can kick the can down to see what else we want to talk about so yes anybody awesome. what's your position my answer is yes and no yeah, that's not a position <laughs> so PC right yeah, so PC. let me explain mm. why I feel that it's very hard to find someone whom you love and share the same financial ideals. Mm. It is ideal if you can find that person, but reality is very hard and you can't control your emotions, right? It's not like you you think this person is financially very suitable for you in terms of the ideals, not the money. Uh. Mm. <laughs> then you make yourself love him. It doesn't work that way. Sometimes the person you love just comes from a whole baggage of history whereby this is mm. his viewpoint on money. And I say this because that's my situation. My husband and I have very different viewpoints about money, but it's only through conversations that we realize why we differ in this. And throughout all this time, it's about me explaining to him my point of view and him explaining the other his side. So mm. for him, for instance, he grew up with a lot. Right? So his view is that money is easy. Right? You just you want it, you just go and work for it and you just give it to the child. Very easy. Whatever the child wants, just give. On the other hand, I grew up with less. I had to work for it. I saw how money became tension in my family. And it was always difficult. Like 
you know, to illustrate, uh, when it came down to going to university, it was either me or my sister. Oh my it was that God. kind of tough decision because we just didn't have money. And people then say, just take a loan. Uh, sorry, uh, you all know loan also got maximum loan you all can take, right? It yeah. literally was to the point where we could only take on one loan and they had to choose which child to go. Mm. And unfortunately, I was not the chosen one. Oh, wow. You know? So it was very difficult. But, because of that, I, I still made my way through and I became a scholar straight. I, I couldn't get in and I have no money, right? No one want to lend me money, right? So I earned my way through it lah, mm. with my brains. Uh, work, and I have no brains. Uh, nah, no lie. I mean, I trained my brains. I worked very hard to get A's just so that I can earn uh, a scholarship Beautiful. and put myself through uni because that was what I wanted. And I felt that that whole journey of learning to work for it made me a better person. Mm. Whereas my husband never worked for it. It was a lot of things, whatever he wanted as a child, he was given. When I wanted a new bag, I had to save up to get it. I wanted a new CD. You know, CD last time, very out thing, right? I wanted to collect oh, no, no, the latest. No, no, we're not same group. Man. Not same group. Collect the latest Zhou <laughs> Jie or Ling CD, right? Oh it's like 20 something dollars, you know? I must save for that. I mean, I love him, but he, we don't share the same ideas with money, then how I blame him? Uh? No, right? That's mm. his worldview. That's his perspective. It's about coming together to find how can you then work towards. So he starts to see my perspective of why I don't think money is forever. It comes and goes. Mm. You have to manage it. And I also start to see his perspective of, okay, la, but you don't have to be so kiam all the time. Mm. You can afford to spend a bit more because I'm also not in a situation like, like I was in a, as a child where we had nothing or very mm. little. Mm. Now we have a bit more so we can afford to indulge our children a bit more. But yet at the same time, indulge to the point where they don't become spoiled either. Mm. So it's about managing it. And I think... That's where you're, that's why I say it's a yes and no because you will not necessarily find someone who shares the same financial ideals. And even if you do, right, it won't be 100% the same. Mm. But it's about communicating your differences and then finding a shared path that you can go on. Yeah, fair. Later, later we come, come back to that. Yes, mm. I, I, I see some stuff, yeah. Uh, I think mm. mine is a little bit more simplistic. I feel that um, if you are the one that earned the money, you can decide how you want to spend the money. Oh my God, that's, so, like, that's like the, the Lao Pa vibes, you know? Like Lao the, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, I feel yeah. that, okay, I, I earn my keep, right? So I have the right to spend it whichever way I want it. Likewise, for the partner, um, you know, it's the same thing that applies. Yeah, so quite straightforward for me. The, the if, problem is when you impose. La. What if... Um, yeah. so, so your answer is no. No, that is okay that our it's ideas okay are different. It's okay to have a different As long we don't impose. Okay, what if, right, let's say it's a family whereby, um, let's say you are the father figurehead yeah. and you earn the income. The mother is a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. So you have to give the mom some money yes. because she stay home take Correct. care of the kids, right? And then let's say you are you work very hard, so you are like I have your mindset is money have to be carefully managed and yeah. all that. And your wife is like just take and buy 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 buy. Then how? <laughs> Literally have the same problem, but it's not with my partner, but it's with my mom, because I, I had a dog, right? And now my mom is the main caregiver, and my job is to fund the the caregiving. And she every day will spend a few hundred dollars on, oh, on the dog. Every yeah. day, yeah. Python is very right, expensive. I, yeah, Python right. is very expensive. <laughs> anyway, steal him is a good thing. Yeah, right, right. Right. <laughs> um, Titan right spends nine hundred dollars every month just on food alone because she. Uh, my mom wow. decided that uh, it's raw food is good. It's good. Um, so I, I bring this out as an example because it's ultimately still about communication. Mm. Um, now, one of the mistakes I, I made, which I reminded myself never ever to make, is that you cannot impose it on others in the sense that uh, because I earn the money, I have the say. I, I used to do that to my mom and it's very upsetting. And it's very you, you, you kind of hurt the person mm. because you're, you're implying that uh, um, the person is not making money, therefore the person has no say. Mm. So yeah. I felt that it's the same thing with your partner or your spouse, whoever, your boyfriend or girlfriend, that 
okay, we, we decide that in this relationship, who's going to take care of what? So maybe, for example, kitchen, right? Maybe I care a lot about cooking. So I'm going to take care of the groceries. And we decided that this is how much money we want to spend on groceries. Anything more out of your own budget, out of your own pocket. So mm. if we have very clear expectations, then I really don't think we have a problem. Problem mm. comes when there is expectations that was not communicated. And then there is stress. For example, maybe the husband is not making a lot of money, but the, the wife expects something expensive. And it becomes very stressful for the husband. Mm. And that's where problems happen. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Then and there, there's a the part that you were talking about, like you giving your mom, your mom not making the money, right? Yeah. And then and then like the the other party feels inferior. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I and I think that is something is a phenomenon, right? As I mean, there's some basis here that's underlying this two anchor, right? Which both parties are making money. Pretty much, right? Both parties yeah. are making money. So you make your own kit. Yes. Right? So both mm. parties are making money, yeah. But what if it's a situation where only, only one, one party makes money okay yeah. which so there's I, a power imbalance there's already. a power imbalance okay and then and then this whole thing can spill into a very complicated situation where we may have different financial ideals but because you make the keep I have to follow you know there's yeah. there's, 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 there's an inherent yeah. idea right and typically the one who earns it will feel the pain more because he's the one earning it yes and then you'll be like Okay, I can't say he, sometimes she. Uh. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's so, a different world now, right? Like, guys, if you want to be a house husband, you know, take care of the kids, go it. for it, do it, I support yeah. you. Yeah, and ladies, you must accept it if you believe in equality. Yeah. Right? You must accept that there's such a reality that if you truly believe in equality, then uh, this thing must happen. Yeah, right? so I think going back, right, when someone earns it and then the other one spends, the one who earns it will feel the pain a lot more. Mm. And then we start to have thoughts like, is he or she not recognizing that I have to work very hard for it? Why spend mm. like water like that? Mm. Free. Mm. Uh? Mm. And then the other party on the other hand, like what you say is like, but you give me control to spend. Then why are you judging my spending yeah. and mm. my mm. spending patterns and decisions? Yeah. And I think underpinning that idea also fundamentally, there's a lack of questioning of like how well someone is spending. Mm. Okay. That not recognizing that spending well is also a skill set. Yep, right, yeah, like, it is. Like you may be you may be earning a lot, right? You're a great earner, right? But then you you're the sole earner in a family, and then your spouse or your partner does not earn, they they spend, but they are spending great. Hmm. Right? And 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 that is a skill set in itself that should be should if be you don't validated. have that skill set, just read SG by Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Girl is amazing <laughs> with that. Our show, own self show, own but self. I have plug, to okay? say I really yeah. think the way I spend is very good. Uh, <laughs> great, 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 great. And so, my husband recognizes that, right? It's like if you can go, like we just came back from Taiwan. Hmm. Um I haven't tabulated our expenses, but I suspect it's like five or six K for four. Adults and two kids. Not oh, bad, wow. right? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I can honestly say if I left all the planning to my husband and he acknowledges this, if he does the planning, it would have easily gone to 10K. Mm. But because I had some control, we had free reign here and then and we some parts uh, you can do, I don't care, close two eyes. Mm. <laughs> some other parts I do. And as a result, we were able to come to a good compromise. And that's why I think you don't have to mm. always share the same exact ideals. Mm. But it's about communicating. One example, um, we hired a driver. Right, and I, I don't know about you guys, but do you all feel like spending 200 plus to $300 a day just for a private driver is expensive? Yeah. For me, I think it's okay it is, right? because, mm. I, because I value convenience. Mm. Yeah, mm. but that's where contention comes in, right? Exactly. Yeah. Mm. So I feel it's a no, yeah. right? Mm. But my husband explained the convenience yeah. yes. part and I saw the value and virtue of that. So I went ahead and yeah, okay, let's just do it. Mm. Painful, but you now that you explained the convenience factor, yeah. which I didn't con think about as much, yeah. I can see the value. Because without that, you're probably going to be very on the on the high strung, right? Because you've got to manage wow. your kids. All you want to enjoy the holiday and everything. Then what you're wasting now is the entire trip. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But also then we came to a compromise and we said that, but we don't need a private driver for 
all uh. the days of the trip. So some parts we can the do by public days, transport. The main days. Yeah, the main yeah. days, correct. You see, Reggie, this is precisely why money will not be a problem with you and your husband because you are able to talk about money as a very neutral thing. It's a mm. resource. But have you ever wondered that some families, money is something that you don't talk about. It's very sensitive. It's very touchy. Some, very I, touchy. Think, I think more than some. Quite it's a bit. A quite, quite a bit of fan. That's I why, especially in Asia. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, like, let me ask you something. Let's say uh, the wife earns more than the husband. Does that mean that the wife pay more for the husband? Like, do you? Have, what's the rule here? Like if I earn uh, 30% no more, does it mean that discuss. I pay more? Yes, yes. Mm. Yeah. So, I've talked to a lot of couples, right? And they always ask me for tips. So mm. at the end of the day, the answer is really there's no rule. It's up to how you do it. And I realized some couples, they like a 50-50, right? Some others, they like, a, okay, we have a joint bank account. Every month, we put in according to our income. Let's say this one 70, this one 30. And then we talk about it if things change. So it's a very fluid and it's a very personal arrangement. Mm. I can honestly say, me and my husband, we decided right from the start, none of that works so you know what's our arrangement what, what's it's arrangement? very controversial a lot of people are not gonna like it but it works for us it's 100% me zero him except for certain things but I view him at the end of every financial year hi this is the sum for our kids our maid our house our mortgage and then when I run out of money halfway through the year or something I just ask him he pays and it only works because I can manage and plan and budget and then if I run out from my own savings or our our cash pile, then he tops up the difference. So we only settle it once a year. Mm-hmm. But I have other couples who don't even do that. They were just like, we just take from the same pot and it doesn't matter who goes. So I think at the end of the day, it's just what, what is, system you want to use. Yes, what system mm-hmm. and what's easier. Mm-hmm. My parents' mm-hmm. system, for instance, was quite interesting. Although I feel on hindsight, I used to think it was very smart. Then I grew up and I realized it was not smart. Okay, why? Because my dad took care of all the hard, boring stuff, the non-human stuff, lah, like the taxes, the, the mortgage and all. My mom took care of all the human stuff, the helper, the kids, the tuition. After a while, you reach a stage in life where you find out your kids' tuition and the maids cost a lot more than your taxes and electricity. Uh. Mm, then mm. it became unfair. Your law. Uh. Ah, mm, but mm. because that rule was set right from the start, so when the numbers changed later on, my parents didn't communicate. And then it became a source of stress and tension. And my mom kept feeling like, you and my uh, daddy and I are earning like that. Then why is it that I have to keep paying? Mm. And because they never resolved that, that eventually drove both of them apart. Mm-hmm. I think also having a system initially can be good, but couples need to work towards yes. changing yeah, it. Yeah, but, but you can hold a system without the same ideals. Y- yes, right? correct. That's the idea, correct. Right? But yes. I, I come from a different point of view. Right? You can't I, hold a system. No, I come from a different point of view. I believe that you must have a similar ideals. Or in, in fact, the best is to have same ideals. But can you find someone uh, with the same ideals whom you also love? Yeah, so, so then that adds, adds to the difficulty, right? That's why single for so long, right? right? <laughs> <laughs> so that adds to the difficulty in itself, right? But, but I do believe that, you know, uh, you need to have the same ideals, right? In a sense that even if you didn't begin, the, you didn't start the same, eventually you should reach a point where both of you understand and accept and come to the same ideals, mm. right? If not, there'll be a lot of friction that is, you know, you can even argue that it's unnecessary to have these frictions, right? And the whole the whole idea of like talking it through and all that is like, it is a process of building towards that same idea. The alignment, right? Yeah. The alignment, right? So it's like, oh, you learn, oh, then you cut a little bit, yeah. right? And then the other party move a little bit. Right, so everybody kind of move. Right, I know. I know when you say it this way, right, doesn't feel very good. It feels like I'm like compromising. Like compromising is a horrible word, right? Mm. But actually, we're all just moving into a new equilibrium. Actually, between us, Reggie has a point because you think about it. You you are talking from the marriage point of view, but you have, but you were okay with your husband like that during dating too. 
in dating time, do you already realize his financial ideals? Yes. And you were okay that he's a spender, that, that he, he, he doesn't think much to spending? Yes, I think because, number one, we loved each other. So love makes it worth working for. And having, yes, it's unnecessary tension. It'd be easier if someone aligns with you right from the start. You'd avoid a lot of these hard conversations, right? But the fact that you love someone enough to want to have this hard conversation, despite it being hard, I think that's the key. And the mm. other thing also is that money is not the only factor in of a marriage. Course, of There's course, There's also things like the parents, the in-laws, your views towards kids. I you- love how the thing was the parents and the in-laws. <laughs> so I want to ask, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Reagan, you said, well, it will be good if you can find someone. Mm, so mm. what if you find someone who has the same financial ideals? You love that person, maybe. You're, you're choosing between two people now. One whom you love a lot, one whom you like. But... The one whom you love, right? Don't have the same ideal. The one that you like have the same ideal. But then, uh, in terms of children, the one whom you have, the, who you align with financially does not align with you kids' wise. Mm. Then how to choose? You see, it's very difficult. Reality is not so simple. Yeah, of course. Of course, nuanced, reality is right? not so simple. It's very nuanced. Uh, you have to rank your factors, right? In other yeah. words, on some level, whether you whether you explicitly have a ranking system or deep down in your heart, you know, you have a ranking system, there's a there is some level of that. Like we are not a single issue voter, right? In other words, right? We don't we don't move because of one thing only. Yeah. We have a complex, you know, uh, thought process, which is why this is an endless topic, ma, right? Everybody asks, like, you know, hey, must I share my ideas with my partner, right? And so so I don't I don't discount that that thing, but I do think it's a it's a little bit of a a bit of a fallacy in terms of the dichotomy to choose, you know, because it's just so hard and it's hard to... Maybe the better question to ask would be, after finding someone you love and want to spend the rest of your life with, how do you then move towards the same financial idea? Exactly, exactly. So that is the, that is essentially the, the grinding process, right? Yes. Right, because from the start of like, oh, and then all the way until like dang, 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 that's, a, that's a process right mm. so from there to there maybe two years maybe three years I don't know I mean, time is, is relative I know different people are different but in that process of getting to know each other more and more things come out right mm. yeah. more and more things are reviewed right like at first maybe just the looks the personality what even is personality right as you know more about the person there are facets to the person different personality different things that are embedded that right from the start you will not know so I do think right in a lot of relationship at least in Singapore the money element comes in quite late yes it does it's not like a, right from the start we're going to talk about this uh, how much you have la, what is your wealth la, you know like mm. all that all that. And, like it's not like money is the it's a prerequisite to dating right There'll be, a lot of people believe in the whole like you know romance and all that you know which is also can be problematic la, huh? but, <laughs> but that's not a discussion so as as this thing start to reveal to you you know uh, midway through the relationship before you like okay this is mm. the person as you move along then this hurdle is a hurdle that you have to cross, right? Yeah. But so you, eventually most people you cross to, it too late. Yeah. So eventually you have to grind through it. Whether you grind it before marriage or you grind it after marriage has a difference. Yeah. But, but, but I, I realize that the reason why Singaporeans probably will not put money as the main consideration at the beginning is because we are... I mean, we are quite a privileged country and we all earn our keep and we are self-sufficient. Mm. It's only when you realize that your income is dependent on your spouse, then that's when you will want to ask more questions about your spouse. And sometimes that only comes after you have kids and someone mm. makes the decision yeah. to step back. So I, I feel that Which this need m- not be the lady, just mm. saying, right? Putting out you there. know what's more important, I feel, than, than financial ideals? It's actually the lifestyle ideals. Mm. Because anyway, money is to fund a certain thing, right? Yes. Not. So as long as you and I agree that we want a certain lifestyle, whether we want to have married, with how many kids, what kind of house, I think that needs to be aligned first. Mm. Then the money comes in, which is talking about 
who funds what or how much percentage of the lifestyle you fund. Mm. Because as long as we can agree that you fund 70, I fund 30, and we're okay with this 70, 30 like a shareholder, then we'll never have problems. Mm. And I think also having, recognizing that there are different standards or levels would help. Like if the couple can sit down and talk what is the base case, mm. what's the worst that both parties can live with. Mm. The and big then, expense. Yeah, mm. exactly. Then after that, when you have extra money, your bonuses and all, you yeah. move towards the more luxurious yeah. element, then it helps you to moderate. And mm. at each point, so if someone wants to go super luxurious, then the one, one the other party can say, hey, but remember, you're not there yet, yeah. you're not earning this much yet, we should stay here. So you can go back, but not cross that basic line. Uh, another thing came up. It also depends on the financial avatar of your partner. Avatar. Yeah. avatar. So, for example, <laughs> is he more of an earner, spender, or saver? Post-production. So, okay, yeah, think yeah. about it. Let, let's play this game, okay? If let's say both are earners, not a problem, right? Yeah, exactly. If both are spenders, that's a problem. Because mm. if all spend, eventually you run out of money, right? unless you're totally okay being poor, being poor together. Then the burden falls on the kids. Uh, then okay then mm. go up to the kids right okay let's think both savers actually also okay so yeah. I guess what happens when it's different for example earner and spender right then it depends what is who earns the rate of earning and the rate of spending more if I can earn more than you spend then it's still a net positive actually, then it's okay just right? simplify that it's really just saver plus spender lah no need earner. Earner is, it then helps to determine how much more control you have. Uh, okay. How much respect you can command from the other person to, no, 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 this is my money. You don't cross this line. But at the end of the day, it's like, the saver and saver is okay. The spender and spender might be in problem with trouble they later They were together, on. so we're handing out, but they were in trouble later. Yeah. yeah. And then, but then, uh, what if you all are opposites? Then you need to then draw that line and decide what, mm. what we should we save on, what should we spend on. Yes. And if we can align, then we can be together. No, no. And I would say that is that is finding the plan down the road, right? SESU. But, but I, I, I want to start with the ideals to begin with, right? Like we can have diverging ideals can, can, okay, the idea here is, can we actually have diverging ideals and come to a consensus on the plan? Yes. I, I'm very idealistic. Mm. I think the answer is yes, if you love the person enough and you recognize that this is a shared future that you're working towards. So you and if you don't align on some parts, then if you're the earner, you mm. have some power and respect to say, well, it's my money. Don't cross the line here then it's fine. And yeah. I'll use my own case as an example. My husband spends a lot on bicycles. I don't understand why, you know. <laughs> to me, because uh, I mean, I studied uh, in, on an exchange program in China and I see them, you know, ride all those $10, $20, 100 plus bicycle and it serves them very well because it's a village, right? They don't spend... I see my husband spend $10,000 on a bike I want to whack him, eh. But... I respect him enough because he say, hey, but I earn late. I don't really spend on anything yeah. else except my and bike. This, this is, is money, my love. Right? Yeah, this mm. is my hobby. This is what makes me happy. What? They're like, okay, can, but can you don't buy so many? Mm. Three is enough already. La. Stop buying. Mm. La. My mm. house no space. Mm. You know, so mm. then it becomes that conversation. So we respect. But I can understand that if this was a different scenario and I was the earner, he did not earn uh. and he makes this spending decision, I'll be very offended because it's my money that you're spending. It's our money. That's why I say, that who, where's the source of the money? Who? Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking that you can have whatever financial ideals as long as number one, you don't impose and number two, your financial ideal don't affect that relationship. Yeah, and that's yeah. the part that I will push, right? I don't know if, it can it be so clean? If, if, if it could be so clean, then it wouldn't be a topic on our show. So, so for example, yeah. like, uh, uh, what is a, ga- uh, what is a, um, what do you call a, a showstopper for me or right? a deal breaker for me is if that person that I'm dating loves spending on luxury goods. 
Like, I mean, my opinion is that I really don't see why we should spend money on an expensive bag. I just don't buy that. So if I have to be forced to buy that, I'll be very unhappy. Mm. So, so, so that's like, that, so that's the diversification of ideals. So, but if as long as you earn the money, you want to buy whatever Chanel bags you want, no problem, it's your money. But the minute you are asking me to buy you a Chanel bag and you force me to buy you a Chanel bag, then, then that is a problem. So I feel mm. that, that that's the difference in ideals. But the thing is that as long as we don't impose, because it's your money, you spend it whatever way. It becomes a problem when you want to spend somebody else's money. For your own interest. But if next time it's for our kids, then you want to send him to the best school. Now, I will share the same idea with you because I also want my kid to go to the best school. I won't mind spending more. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I will I will push a little bit on that mm. in the sense that one case scenario is a very airy fairy case scenario in the sense that a lot of people do this right. Some people want luxury, some people don't, but it's yeah. not important. Right, like it's not it's not like core to the financial structure of your home or your life, right? If you, I, I do believe that for a lot of people, they will buy a luxury bag, a luxury car, like when they can, right? Or they will push themselves a little bit to go and get that as a as a way to actualize or you know uh, reward themselves or something, mm. right? I'm not saying I agree with them. I'm saying that I believe there's a lot of people like that. Mm. You know, but to me, this is a pian jiao liao, right? It's like one of those things like, okay, on the side, there is something there. But the next point that you mm. brought up, which is education. Mm. How do we want to live day to day, right? Do we cook, you know? Uh, do we need to Do we need to have a lot of insurance? Uh, should we invest? I think it's a, it's a thing. Mm. Just, a, just a, should we invest? Should we invest together? Or should we be aggressive as an investor? Or should we, you know, kind of tarik back, be more prudent and all that? All these are uh, the real crux of the of the complexity in the discussion, you know? Like, not not a random side thing, which, you know, I, I feel like when you want to settle down as a family, right, oh, this is a back, back, back thing, uh, or like car, car, car thing, bicycle thing, not as important already, right? We're, we're really talking about the core of like how you look at risk, you know, how you understand like quality of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, all, all these kind of things. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. to me, right, you cannot take a divergent position that eventually both of you will grind to a con- but, to an equilibrium and, position. And that will be dependent on individual financial intelligence already, law, right? Like how, you know, if someone is smart versus dumb, very hard to hang out, right? So if let's say both are willing to increase their financial knowledge, then if like, for example, if I have no financial knowledge, I will never think I want to invest my money, which is why I clash with your ideals. Right? Mm. But if I start upgrading myself, I start realizing that, um, okay, actually there's a value in investing, then there's alignment, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so I will defer to the person, if let's say this happens to mm, me, mm, mm. I will defer to the person that has more intelligence than me in the area of finance. And I was saying also, right, the other thing is it's very nice to assume, maybe because you're single, mm, mm. but it's nice to think that you can find someone who aligns with your financial no, ideals okay. from the start. Yeah. But the other thing I'll bring out is a lot of these things you cannot foresee. Mm, it mm. only happens exactly. as you go along. As you go along, right? Yes. We have established that as you go along, you review more things yeah. mm. about your you ideas, your goals, that, what you believe. Where, that is, eh? Eh? You thought that the late. person shares your view towards sending to a good school. Yeah. But yeah. then later on, something else changes, yes. right? 
to me, it's not too late. To me, it's inherent in finding the relationship. Because when you first start, maybe you're just like, oh yeah, very cute on each other, you know? And then eventually you get to the next level, you review more and more about yourself. It is a, it's a peeling onion process, right? As you move down, you keep on evaluating to know that, okay, I want to continue to spend more effort. Mm. I want to continue to go in further. You're not at the same position as when you first started. Yeah. Right? So that's why more and more things are being reviewed. This is natural in all relationships, not just a couple-couple relationship, even your boss, you know, mm. your colleagues. As you know more, people open up more. They review more about themselves. Right? So when you are at the, the next level, which, you know, like getting closer and closer, and more and more things, and these things start to come out, right? Mm. And then you cannot then say whether or you know is it a deal breaker at this point in time as compared to your reference point being right from the start but which is right? why that's why there's so many divorces yeah, yeah, divorces yeah. right because yeah, yeah, if you yeah. think about it money goes where we value it mm. wherever we yeah. value that's where our money flows yeah, yeah, yeah. so money the tr where money flows shows us our values mm. and if our money flow in two different areas it shows that we have differing values so then if it comes to that point then it is, is a contention then is a you, at that moment you have to decide who you're going to defer to you can yeah. have two values one yeah yeah right so now. which is which is why on mm. some level you are driving towards a similar value structure mm. uh, right which yeah. is why on my view my my my, my train mm. of thought is you cannot not have the same financial ideals it's just you can start differently you know you can start at a different point but eventually, if you want to form a family unit together, you want to chang pao, marathon, 30 mm. years, until you age old and like become like crippled and mm -hmm. all, right? <laughs> crippled. Like, like, you know, you eventually have to get to a position True. where broadly, I mean, you know, there's a there's a spectrum, yeah. right? But you must be broadly aligned but with there's your, a but. There's your a financial but. ideas. The but is, uh, uh, now I agree with you. Yeah. That means, yes, you're right, actually, because yeah, I, yeah. I use different, it, it, it yeah. converts. Eventually, you have to get to a position. In order to have yeah. peace and quiet and yeah. happiness, but yeah. there's a but. Uh, the but is, if both parties have earned a lot of money, then they can afford to have differing values. Yeah. Mm, mm. But it's when we have either a single income or limited income, then we have to either defer to one core value. Yeah. Otherwise, actually, you can still have two core values. Yeah. Fair. This one, yeah. I, I can so agree. So it depends but, but, on the money we make. It is highly dependent on the, the on family. The, and and, and mm. I would argue that that is a very small bunch of people mm. that can actually have that kind of like, oh, you do you lah. Right? You know, if 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 we're going to come together as a, as a, I mean, median income, four, five, four, five, add together, 10K, you know, enough to have a, what, two kid, three kid kind of, kind of family structure. You know, um, but not enough to have like multiple way of life, right? Mm. In that sense, that's so, why so I think having a basic versus more luxurious lifestyle alignment, mm, like stretch help. goals like that, right? In that yeah, sense. stretch goals. Yeah, yeah. So you always come back to alignment on your basic, which is mm. what you all have agreed on. Mm, and mm. if your finances allow for it, then, then you deferring. go for more. And yeah. then if you are not at that stage, but you want to go for more, then it's up work to the party more? who wants more yeah. to uh. work harder, mm. earn more, and bring mm. the power back into the equation. Mm -hmm. But but like you that. you know where I'm coming from. No, yes. no, no, I, I get it now. I'm coming yeah. from a position that you have to come to a eventually yeah eventually yeah. It, we may not start there but to call your but we don't call ourselves family right from the start right right we don't call ourselves like partners right from the start right so Reggie this, this is a good point so let's say we have a lot of singles uh, listening also right what would be very good questions uh, we can start asking our dates so that we can get a sense of what might happen in future I will mm. go first with asking are you a saver or spender okay good question and then asking where do you tend to save and spend yeah. on okay and understand that that will not be the full answer because a lot of things have yet to happen yeah. but that will give you a general idea right from the start then you can decide oh he's a spender I'm a saver am I okay with that yeah mm. oh good one, good one because then you also know your values also different yes. values because right? that's what I started yeah, with my husband point. I asked 
And I could see oh, very obviously from his bank account and his earning and the way he was living paycheck to paycheck that he was very obviously a spender. And I, on the other hand, was the girl who yes. stayed 20 k right? So I was mm. obviously the saver. But we were able to know that upfront and talk to it and understand each other's perspective and then work together towards a shared common point. Yeah, but it only at some point, then the bank account got reviewed, right? At some point, slowly things opened up, right? So, uh, so only a, when we had that conversation, yeah, exactly. which oh, wow. was so before which he already? proposed. Yeah, uh, yeah. How long have you all been dating already? Well, don't ask me this kind of question. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. A, I don't know when people it already happened. Two kids already. Already. Yeah, too long ago. Time's not already. But before I accepted the proposal, uh, we already you, had this already conversation. Had yeah, yeah. And, and you know what I'm saying, right? You must both come to that yeah. position. You may yeah. not yes. start, but if you don't grind through this, then you end up in a very awkward situation day to day. You know, which is why a lot yes. of people, a lot of, a lot of families, they have this big problem of like uh very awkward way of managing like like maybe your yeah. dad will be like oh ni huan skir. I I pay this, right? But and actually then, different pricing. Actually, yeah. And 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 the, I it and then they, some people are like, oh, you invest on your own self, law. I invest differently, law. But so then, are we driving to the same goal? Because there are objective standards towards achieving a goal, right? If your goal is to buy a condo, right? Let's say, mm-hmm. la, a simple goal. Your goal is to, not say it's simple, but simply clearly defined. Okay, that's why it's simple. If your goal is to buy a condo, and then, you know, um, if both of you are, this is your goal, your shared goal together. One person wants to live a life that doesn't work towards that. Now, objectively, they are impeding mm. the common goal. So if there is no common goal, we don't come to a mutual understanding of the common ideals, how can we build a life So together? there is a solution to that, uh. which is when you set out the basic versus the luxurious stretch goals, right? Mm, you see mm. the one who wants the condo versus the one who wants a very simple, let's say HDB. Mm, mm. Every time the person wants to go towards the condo, the other person can just remind, okay, but we're not yet there. We mm. then recognize that we can get there yes. when we are here. Or yes. that uh, I only want to, I'm only willing to pay for a HDB. If you want a condo, sure. Everything then the else is on your, exactly. Yeah, it's like how, then it's easy to come to an alignment. Law, yeah. The whole idea of like, I want to sit business class, but my partner always wants to sit uh, economy. Mm. So okay, law, then I would, pay extra for myself. Oh? Exactly. Yeah, so yeah, I don't and, think and, it's an issue. Yeah, so I, I, and I think that's operational, right? It's not an issue operationally. I think those are good strategies to go mm-hmm. about planning, you know, together as, as, a, as a collective. Yeah, but fundamentally, it, it still boils back because the question for the day is like, do you need to share the ideals, right? Do you need to share your partner's ideals, right? And you know, my position is eventually you have to get there. Yeah, you share yeah. the big ideals together, yes, but I mean, recognize oh yeah, and respect. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then I think understanding whether the person is a saver or spender right from the start will also help to make the marriage smoother because when you then go into it, when you accept the proposal, when you go and propose, then you know what you're signing up for. Mm-hmm. Because you choose to marry the person, right? It's like I chose, my mother-in-law always reminds me of this. You chose to marry him, what? No one forced you, what? And then she says the same to her son. You f- marry her, what? So why you kiam her kiam? You know what we should right. do? We so should bring your mom and your husband on the set. Oh my. <laughs> put, her, put her on the spot. Put her on the spot. It's like, auntie, ah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lovely, yeah, but lovely. it's about, I, I really like that perspective because she mm. always reminds us that we are the ones who chose each other. Mm. And mm. if you don't know, so I think a lot of couples when they fall apart, of course there are many factors, but if financially money was one of the key factors, right, it could be because they didn't understand whether they were marrying a saver or spender right from the start. Yeah. And that only came about later on as they started to peel the onion and spend more time yeah. together. After they already sealed the marriage contract, then mm. a bit too late already. Uh. And mm. then by then, if y'all are not, you and so you thought that you married, let's say, a saver and now he's a spender. You, but you thought you married a saver. Mm. Hence, you didn't choose the spender. 
So mm. you cannot take responsibility for your own decision. So it's harder for the individual, right? And mm. that's where all the tension then comes Which in. Which is why now we know, la, we have to ask earlier on. Have to ask yeah. earllier yeah. on. Yeah, earlier yeah. on. Yeah. It's and, a and not just finance, one, you know, it's what kind many of other goals. things. Yeah. Yes. Your yeah. goals, your life, yeah. the way you want to live, your values. All exactly. these things, all these things yeah. are important right from the start, right? And and which is why the time element does matter. Sometimes we will say date a few years, you know, kind of see a few seasons of life, just kind of sense the person. Sometimes also it's the maturity and the wisdom. Actually, the easiest is, I, I feel, it's, it's who pay for the first date. But, you know, but like, if you, you believe date, in the equality thing, man, yeah, man but, but who talks about it, you see? Because, uh. like, so for example, when, let's say you go on a date with a guy, right? Would you expect the guy to pay? I'm easy. So if so let's if say, he the, insists, if, right? So then then like, okay, uh, what if, let's say, the guy say, uh, shall we go Dutch? Then okay, lah. Mm. You know why? Because I have the earning power and I don't care. But mm. back then, eh, when Think, you were... But I do have friends who are like, no, the guy must be. Ah, so that yes. itself uh, is a very good red flag or indicator for me of whether I want to be with that person or not, right? Mm. Yeah. So I use that as a test also. Exactly. And yeah. and I think just now you were asking like, what are some questions to ask? Right? Yeah, I was thinking about this. I don't uh, really have questions to ask. But, action, but I observe a lot mm. of actions. Like why you do this? Yeah. Why? And I'll ask based on Because I, I don't mind paying for the girl, but I don't want a girl to assume I'll pay for her. Mm. Yeah. So I like the idea of like, we go on a date, then I, I'll pay first, of course, right? I'll get credit card paid. And she say, what's my share? Well, I tell her that's a winner for me, man. Because uh, I mean, hey, you know, at least I, all of you know, uh, <laughs> at least at least no assumption. Don't assume we pay, right? Then I realized that oh wow, we can have an open conversation about money. It's not awkward at all, mm. and I felt that that's a very good relationship because money is a very big part of relationship. You don't know what questions, right? So I can share my yeah, own experience please. aside from the saver spender yes, thing. Yes, I think more. also understanding more. It doesn't have to be a direct question, but understanding mm. more about their worldview through the childhood. Yes. Yeah. So like, <sighs> where as we learn about each other's childhood, and then I realized that he was the everything given to him kind. You know and then cannot study uh, the parents hire very expensive tuition to teach him uh. I only have like the cheaper tuition whatever we can afford you start to <laughs> see the divergence in your worldviews on money and then you have a conversation about it mm-hmm. yeah. I like it tell me more about your childhood yeah, yeah, yeah. so you don't always have to ask directly because sometimes yeah. the person doesn't even know what kind of toys you play yeah. Mm. Yeah. oh if they say oh my toys are all hand-me-down yeah and then you kind of know already toys. then you know uh, the hand-me-down person uh, next time you have kids and you want to share the kids must hand-me-down clothes uh, he'll be okay yeah. if you don't have hand-me-down uh. Uh, like my mother-in-law she don't let my second kid have the go hand-me-down uh, no. I'm like hey I <laughs> have two money, boys yeah. eh. what well, I cannot save money wear the same clothes uh. the big one only wear for how many yeah. times he's like no so curly just because he's number two no new clothes you know, wow. so yeah, you, you can so, you can so to see that. Like, so it, I think that's why yeah. it's a compromise also. Also, mm-hmm. she starts to see, and my husband also sees my rationale for some things being hand me down, and mm-hmm. I also see that the importance of some things being new. Yeah, and then you come to compromise on it. Beautiful. So understanding yeah. the childhood, their worldview, the spender saver is good one. I think investing, um, like you said, right? What if they both don't want to invest? Yeah. Right. Then how? Then you just have to wait for both to wake up. Oh. Mm. <laughs> or someone wake up first or you hire a financial planner to wake you up or, right? mm, yeah. uh, or you come to SG Budget Babe website oh. and you read articles and financial then you wake coconut. up yeah. you become yeah, financially woke uh, <laughs> stuff like or listen financial coconut mm. yeah so it's, it's really about a journey yeah. Mm-hmm. That's part of the fun, right? As a couple. Yes. Nice, yeah. nice. Okay, okay, okay. So, okay, very nice. I, li- I like, I like it. <laughs> what What is a deal breaker then to you? Last questions. Okay, close the close the episode today. What is a deal breaker? As you move along, oh. I'm sure you have multiple relationships before you settle down, right? What was a deal breaker that you feel like this thing is just too hard yeah. to move? Mine's easy. Um, mm. Spending more than what you have. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. So like my husband will last for very branded cars, mm-hmm. Mercedes uh, and Lambo and all that. Uh. And I'm like, we can't afford it. And But I don't stop him from having those dreams. Mm. You I can think, wonder, but must wake up. Right? <laughs> no, I think <laughs> I, I, I am not against having yeah. a Mercedes. I don't mm. see the point of it, but I'm not against. I can see where you're coming from. But let's only get a Mercedes if your income is how many times more than the cost of the Mercedes. Mm. Then it makes sense. And he mm. agrees with that. Mm. Yeah, so I don't stop it. So if he, let's say now, where we can't afford something and he goes and puts down the deposit or commit to it already, that would be a deal breaker for me. I yeah. would like, walk oh. out, bye. Don't talk to you for like two months. Let me cool down. Oh, wow. <laughs> but okay. it's not because we talk about it and he understands the stretch goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think that having that basis really helps. Nice, I like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it, that's why you see, it's also good to to always defer to the one that's financially wiser. I think it's, it's still smarter. That, so that does that means even if you earn a lot of money, but if your other half actually have have more intelligence in finance, it might actually be wise for you to let the person make the decision, mm-hmm. because then your money can last longer. Yeah, that's my takeaway. Oh, but anyway, your question yeah. is, what's uh, the deal, deal breaker, breaker for me? Deal breaker gambling, for you. gambling. <gasps> yeah, gamble is, yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. I was, I was, one. I was just thinking, what is my deal breaker? Because yeah. I don't really have a lot of experience. So I was like, uh, what, what, what is a deal breaker? It's like gambling, yeah. gambling is a deal because yeah. I had horrible experiences oh God, because seen, of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can ruin relationships. Okay, but, but that being said, I'm yeah. not saying that uh, gambling as a form of addiction is like uh, inferior to like like comfort eating or something, right? Addiction all come from the same root. Mm. It's just represented differently, right? Yeah. So I don't want people to kind of like, you know, diss on like gambling or smoking or, yep, you know, like, 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 but the idea here is some of this addiction does have a, bigger financial impact down yes. the road. Yeah. Right. You know, and, and gambling is is one of them. Gambling is one thing that you can lose a lot of money mm. just like that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe, maybe we should have like a free gym membership for the gamblers or something, right? Free what? Free gym, gym membership. Right? Why gym? Because they can they can change their addiction to a something to another healthier. thing. Ah. Right. So because because like I said, it is rooted on addiction. addiction. And that means it's rooted on some sort of coping mechanism. And there's right? a trigger. Yeah, there's a trigger, there's some sort of coping mechanism. Mm. And and um, gambling is but a coping mechanism. Yeah. Right? To get the high and the hedonistic cycle and all that kind of stuff. So if you can switch it up, right? To change a different way of coping. Of course, the best thing is you work through the triggers and all that, get to a piece, all that. Everybody say that, right? But it's, we all know there's a time spectrum to that, to get to that position. But if you can uh, use a healthier coping mechanism, which there are objective standards, right? Cheaper, you know, healthier for your wallet kind mm. of coping mechanism. Eh, it's great. Right, so I think that's... So if I can uh, summarize, right? I mm. think there are three... You ask what questions to ask. I think mm. there are three good ones. The first one would be the spender saver and the childhood one, right? The second one is your basic versus your stretch luxury goals. Mm. Your third one is really um about this portion. Yeah, like what are your deal breakers? Mm. Mm. And it's not just financially. It could also be relationship-wise, mm. oh, right? Cool. So like my husband and I had this conversation. What's your deal breaker if you cheat on me? 
I cut off. So cheating is really a no-no for yeah, you? Yeah, it's a no-no. Cut what off? <laughs> so, very cut scary. The cut off got energy. <laughs> like, oh, oh, see, just oh, off. Yeah. I was like, wow. No, no, but and, and the jokes aside, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's really about helping understand, helping each other understand so what is the what is uh, your line yeah. so that when the person knows and yet crosses it, mm-hmm. there's clear disrespect yeah. already. Nice. And nice. It, it shows that if the person doesn't love and respect you enough to respect that line, mm-hmm. then maybe he's mm. not working hard enough for this relationship mm. and you can reconsider your options then. Do you want to stick with someone who didn't try hard or you want to listen to his excuse or story or justification for why he or she did that and then decide from there? Mm-hmm. Good point. Nice, wow, nice, nice, nice. I'm sure there's a lot more to discuss. Yule, but what's yeah. your deal breaker? I don't know. Uh, gambling, I think gambling, so gambling is, de- gambling is definitely one of those deal breakers. Gambling but is a good one. Yeah, yeah. But, but I don't I don't have you know I should think mm. about it but any of you should think about it. put in your comment section below right what, yeah, is, what is your deal breaker? breaker what is your deal breaker such that you will pause the development of the, the relationship financial deal breaker yeah right, financial deal breaker yeah. yes yes of course be financial channel man right so yeah <laughs> it's not a financial channel it's a self-growth channel okay self-growth and yeah yeah. okay yes yes we are the best right? but it's a finance <laughs> so, topic yes, for yes, relationships yes 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 yeah. thank you guys thank you no thanks for the question love you